That's numero uno. Oh, but not the Dark Order. <laughs> I know, right? All right. My man Slick. Now he... Hello. Dose. All right. Yep, you you sound good. All right, boys. Are you ready to start this show? Let's get it going. All right. So it goes a little something like this. Welcome, everybody, to the Last City Radio episode number 55 of the Destiny Day and Ludership Discussions. And as always, we hit that big 55, and we're going to tell you keep going and doing this thing. And appreciate all our supporters who's always supporting the show, always tuning in to hear some Destiny discussions. And... Always excited to hear what the new guests have to say. Well, that being said, I definitely want to introduce, and before I do introduce, I definitely want to give some little housekeeping. So my two other co-hosts, uh, one, Mr. Sergio, had his birthday. Uh, shout out to him, man. I hope he has a wonderful birthday today. So he's out celebrating and doing his thing. And he then spanked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he gets his fake, but uh, we'll <laughs> find out next week uh, for sure. But uh, my other co-host, of course, the PVP enthusiast, uh, Mr. Snow Monkey, he's enjoying that wonderful family time with his wife and children, having a great movie. Salute to him, you know, so... We're going to do it with the wonderful and the returner co-host, Mr. Ronan503. Now, we all know that this guy is always full of funny comedic outtakes. Not only that, but his rants are very classic. And also, he's the leader of the Drunk, Crucible, and Gambit movement. Mr. Ronan503, what's going on, man? Hey, didn't have to work overtime this week, so how about that? Hey, uh, I ain't got to wake up at four in the morning so I can show up for a 10 o'clock podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> Man, it's beautiful, isn't it? It is horrible, right? But it is what it is. It's paying yeah. for this uh, slick ass fucking fiber internet I got now. So I'm down for it. Hey, I feel that. I feel that. And man, we got a special guest in the house, man. Who could that be? We're about to find out right now. So I definitely want to introduce a special guest that I have on the show. This guy is very legendary. And the thing the thing is, you know, one of the guys actually recommended him, you know, for me to go and slide in his DMs and hit him up and see if he wanted to come to the show. The guy is crazy good with just doing the most when it comes to his streams. He's he's very unique, especially when it comes to different outtakes man i've seen the craziest things he's done in the community especially in pvp i want to introduce you guys to mr slick what's, up, what's going on how's it going how's it going man hey man doing pretty good man what's been going on with you so far not much things have been going pretty great uh my daughter's birthday is actually coming up and she just got two kittens for her birthday today let's go all That's right me. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. That yeah, awesome. man. Yeah. yeah. I just happen to be petting a cat right now. <laughs> yeah. I heard of this cat. 
<laughs> she hates it when I do the podcast. She can't take me talking out loud. <laughs> you crazy. Yeah, yeah. That cat has been with for a while. Get this out of here before we move on. We forget real quick. Slick, I just want to say when I saw that you was coming on, I went mm-hmm. and checked out your Twitter, right? To see what mm-hmm. was up with you. Mm-hmm. And I saw the clip where you used the 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 the, the Titan like hammer thing to kill the whole team, oh, right? Yeah, smash down. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I was in my games and I tried to do that and I ended up just smacking it into a wall and getting beaned by a scout <laughs> rifle. It's like, it's like I'm not ready yet. Yeah, that, that melee is really, really wonky. But like, there's a there's a way to get around that, which is I think I, I can't remember like if I did in that clip. But the way that I, I usually get around it is if uh, use an incendiary grenade with uh, I think Ember of Ashes it deals like 90 yeah. scorch, which is only 10 away from like an ignition. So you just hit him with the, the grenade, and then if you hit him with the first half of the consecration, just the, the where you go up in the air and you shoot the wave out, that does I think 60 scorch. And so then you just get a, an ignition for free that way. You don't even have to do the second half of the melee, and you get to keep the half that charge, and then it just detonates everybody. But yeah, I've been running around doing that. It's, that's a that's a ridiculous amount of fun. That was the first time I've, I've ever got the whole team, like with anything, yeah. not even Thunder Crash. Well, I got the whole wall. And <laughs> Bro, you one of my favorite ones, uh, especially when you did the uh, the. The ability, uh, thunder crash ability. Oh, you the just time came smash right to the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I was dude. like, oh man. Those yeah, walls don't. Those yeah. walls don't stand a chance with me, though. Yeah, I, I hit. I do that a lot. They they change something about how like the momentum works. Like from like uh, whenever they first originally released the subclass, I think it was like Forsaken. Um, yeah. And something about the 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 physics of it changed so like you keep drifting because like. I like to ballistic slam into Thundercrash just because it, it's fun. It's just yeah. fun to fly across the whole map. But like you just drift so much that it's hard to it's hard to steer it. Because normally when you whenever you start to fly in the Thundercrash, you're supposed to like your momentum's supposed to reset. That's how it used to be. Your momentum would reset. Now it's not like that. You maintain that momentum. And so it's it's so hard for me to steer it. And I figured, I figured, you know, we're gonna go for it because it's, it's gonna be an awesome clip if I landed. And then it ended up uh, I guess not working out the way I had intended, but yeah, that, that happens more frequently than I'd like to admit. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? I mean, you just do a lot of unique stuff, man. It's <laughs> like you you do things that like you don't really see many people do. That's what just makes you like legendary in your own right, man. Because just seeing your clips, it's hilarious, man. What you do. Yeah, you like, know, not many people take risks like you do. Yeah, like a lot of people will complain that, uh, that like the they don't like the meta or that the game's getting stale and stuff. And that's kind of why I like to do all sorts of just weird builds and try to come up with mm-hmm. just weird off the wall things because that's kind of what keeps it fresh. And it's also like really fun to show off goofy shit like that because if you want to see somebody playing the game like really well, like there's a bunch of other much better people that you can find doing that. So I, I, I'm trying to like carve out my own niche of doing just the weird shit that other people aren't. And that's kind of what I find fun in the game. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, man. I love that. At some love point, that. you just got to make your own fun. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You really do, you know. And that's what makes you unique, really. You know, you see everybody do kind of the same type of thing. And you always want to see something new, something, you know, that – like, oh man, what did he do? This it's crazy, you right, know. Yeah. I, I love stuff like that, man. It, 
it, it just brings a fresh new feel and coat of paint to like the Destiny experience, especially when people watching. Like, man, I, I want to try that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like seeing something interesting because like there's like there's like so many you know sniper montages with dubstep and female vocals you know and yeah. so it's like you got to bring something new because like uh, I'm 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 above average but I'm very far away from being like a high end PvP player and so like a lot of the stuff that I do is stuff that other people can do as well as like super accessible whereas like seeing somebody you know like you know just do the, the most insane flicks on PC. Like, that's not something that a lot of people are going to be able to do, but something that a lot of right. other people could do is, you know, throw a shield at somebody, then use Repulsive Race on a SMG to, you know, get an overshield and, you know, constantly spam yeah. all, all over the place. Yeah. Facts, facts. Yeah, man. Uh, that's awesome. So I do want to ask you, man, about your gaming history. You know, how did you get into gaming? When did it all start for you? All right. This is kind of like a two-part answer because uh, – the first the first part is I'm gonna date myself a little bit. Um, the first console I ever played and the first video games I ever played was on uh, the most fancy of consoles, the Atari 2600 with a luxurious yes. walnut wood paneling only console yeah. that I, as far as I'm aware launched with wood paneling on it. Um, my parents had one of those and I would play play that a bunch um, asteroids. And, uh, Space Invaders, and then the favorite of mine was a uh, this game called Combat. That's just what it was called. And as far as I'm aware, it's like a it's like the first like PvP game that had like kind of custom modes because there was different like you would play as like a tank and you the objective was just to shoot your friend. That was it. It was like Star Fox 64 versus mode. Yeah, Star Fox 64 cool. versus mode was shit, and on the Atari 2600, right? It's like a bad version of it because. You know, you're, you're driving around a rectangle shooting at smaller rectangles at your friend. Um, but there was different modes in it where, like, sometimes the bullet, you could bend the bullet. Like, you could steer the bullet. You could bounce the bullet around corners. You could be in a plane. Um, so that's kind of, you know, where I was, like, I was, like, I don't know, five or six. Me and my friends would play that. Um, but really what, what got me into to gaming with, you know, uh, being a capital G gamer TM uh, was the, the NES because um, my grandma would pick me up from my parents' house at like five in the morning and take me to her house because she would be babysitting me. And uh, we would go to Garden Video and rent like uh, just a whole bunch of NES games. And I'd go to her house and just play them all day until, you know, it was time to go home. Um, games like Stinger, that was a personal favorite. Um, Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3. Uh, I personally liked 2 the best just because she had 1 and 3. And so when I got the play 2, it was like a special treat, you know? And, uh, oh yeah, dude! I got very fond memories of two because it yeah. was just so fucking weird. Yeah, it was super weird. Like the the and I always got like super spooked by the the mask and the when you had to bury underneath the ground to get the key and that mask would fly at you. As a young kid, that was like my first experience with anxiety. You know, <laughs> up until that point, it'd be all sunshine and rainbows, but that mask, man, it haunts my dreams. You know, yeah, it's my favorite, but it traumatized a little <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, I think I still think to this day my favorite uh, NES game of all time is still Bubble Bobble just because it was so unique. And it was one of the few games where you could, like, if you died, you could just keep going, you know? Mm -hmm. Usually you'd have to start all the way in the beginning, but with that one, you could just keep going. So uh, super addictive. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. That's cool, man. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, you know, especially, you know, being – that young and getting a chance to experience that, um, 
like when did it when did it all start to just really come into play especially you starting to get your own you know game and everything like that tell me a little oh. bit more about that well what do you mean well like is you know when you're growing up and you finally get a chance to get your first uh, console and oh. you know stuff like that well I, I we had a we had a nintendo as well um like, but I just spent so much time, like I would spend like 40 hours a week at my grandma's house playing her Nintendo. We had one as well, but I just was at her house all the time. Um, and then I, I remember like uh, the first, I, the the first console I remember getting, physically receiving was a Super Nintendo. My mom uh, went into the classifieds in the newspaper, found somebody selling it. <laughs> And so she went and bought it from him, and it came with an F-Zero, a play-action football, and Super Mario World. Nice. Yeah, and then I remember playing F-Zero a bunch. Um, not really playing play-action football a lot because it was, like, not a very good football game. The football <laughs> game like, I always loved playing was Tech Mobile. I'd pick, uh, I'd pick the, the L.A. Raiders and cheat with Bo Jackson because he's just, <laughs> he's just too fast. Yeah. Yeah, but the first console that like I remember legitimately just receiving was the the Super Nintendo. Nice, bro. Nice, mm -hmm. nice. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I loved the Super Nintendo growing up. Um, you know, playing uh, the I was a really big fan of the uh, Donkey Kong Country series. Oh, those are great. Yes, for sure, for sure, man. I, and it, just to think about those games, man, they, they were just. A, I always call them the head. They're ahead. Of, they're ahead of their time. Uh, just the detail they put in those games, and especially the lost, the lost worlds, different secrets. There's still stuff still today that people still are discovering. Yeah, you know, I, years later. Yeah, the secrets were like uh, you could beat the game and it'd be over a hundred percent and be like a hundred percent or something like that. And you're like, what? What? I could get more than a hundred percent. They get more than a hundred percent this game. Yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, those yeah. were some classic games, wasn't? Yes. weren't 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 one of the 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 cartridges like a different color? Or am I misremembering? Yeah, yeah, on the sixty four. Yeah. Well, no, I was I I was I think I was maybe I'm misremembering because I thought that one of the Donkey Kong Country uh, for the Super Nintendo they had a different color console or a different color cartridge, but maybe I'm misremembering. Yeah. Now that. What you're talking about is the when they uh, did Donkey Kong 64 and they had a yellow okay. contrast for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I know yeah, that, I, and I know that Maximum Carnage for the Super Nintendo had a red car, uh, red cartridge, but I could have swore that the the Donkey Kong Country's one or, or three or something. But I guess I must have been, I must have been misremembering. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> certainly has been. <laughs> the 90s. Yes, man. I love that era for sure. It would, that was just, it, the era was just so different. Things were just so different. Gaming, yeah, how to get gaming tips, just everything, man. I, I love it. Yeah, man, it, and just playing those games, man. It just we always thought that, man, this is this stuff is ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it always is, though. Like you see something like, oh, this is blowing my mind, and then it just constantly keeps blowing your mind. And now we're kind of at a bottleneck where it's like. You know, the, I think the most recent thing to blow people's minds would be like just how good Horizon Zero Dawn looks. Right, right. It's crazy, man, where we jumped, you know, as far as graphically, right. you know, and mechanics. You know, my main thing has always been this. I said, listen, as much as I love graphics and mechanics, I, w I just want them to con don't lose 
the uh, essence of paying attention to little details. Mm-hmm. You know, we can have all the graphic fidelity we want, but I want them to go back to finding real secrets, finding right. stuff like Lost Worlds, being able to see different things like, oh, man, I can't believe I found that. You know, I just feel like we're the generation is starting to kind of lose that sauce a little bit because we're always wanting great graphics and, oh, the gameplay, you know. Right. It's the well, think, little things that really makes it pop. I think there's a... I think there's something to be said though for a lot of indie uh, indie studios though because I think that a lot of them have a lot of appreciation for stuff like that. Oh and yeah. So, so I think that it just really depends on you know like I don't think you're gonna see that kind of stuff maybe in like AAA titles going forward just right. because like there's just the like the companies are just so big that they have so many cooks in the in the kitchen that it just becomes really difficult to add small personal touches like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know. The guys who used to make these, uh, the your Donkey Kong countries, the Mario 64s, they were a little team, right? Yeah, you know, starting out, and they just, they just put things in. They all agreed on certain things, and now it's just everybody is just all over the place. Like you said, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard to kind of keep that vision. It's everybody in the same vision, uh, right. mindset when it when it comes to designing the games and stuff like that. And but you're right about that. So I do want to ask you, you know, mm-hmm. uh. How did you get into Destiny? I rem- I was a huge COD guy, not like not like like seven feet tall and like five eleven, but I meant like I was like a huge <laughs> fan of it, you know. Um, so I had been playing. Uh, I got really into Modern Warfare two, and I just kept playing them like as it came out, you know, uh, Black Ops, Modern Warfare three, Black Ops two, um, Ghosts, and all that. Um, and then Advanced Warfare came out. And I didn't really like it. I was just kind of getting like a little bit bored, and I didn't I didn't like the you know, where they went with Advanced Warfare. And so uh, one of the people that I'd watched for a real long time in Call of Duty is a guy who went by Excalzors. Um, and uh, so I, ch- I tuned into his Twitch stream and he was playing uh, the Destiny 1 beta. And I was like, what is this? This looks really cool. And so I, then I looked, did some research into it and it kind of had, you know, had kind of class building aspects to it where it was like actual like classes, like, you know, Defender, Striker, etc. And um, I had always been really like interested in doing builds and stuff in Call of Duty because like um, like one I had one prestige in Ghost where I only used Riot Shield throwing knife because I wanted my most killed with weapon to be the throwing knife. And I remember somebody in the lobby like like being like, um, "Time out! This guy his most killed with gun is throwing knife. That's not even a gun." I just remember him talking to his friend <laughs> in, the, in the pre-match lobby, and that and that kind of like uh, tickling my fancy. And since then, I've kind of been about, you know, doing the builds and stuff. So I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get this game and I'll play it. Um, so I, I ended up buying it in uh, October of 2014. I think it was like a month after it came out. Um, and then, you know, I've been playing basically Destiny nonstop ever since. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. That's cool. It's awesome, man. And, uh, you know, especially like us veterans, just to see uh, – you know, I do want to ask you, like, how are you feeling knowing that we made it all this way to we're almost literally at the end? We're we're at the Infinity Saga of Destiny right now. And how are you feeling about it, really, man? That's, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. I like, on the one hand, like, I know like like everything comes to an end, right? But on the other yeah. hand, it's like I don't I don't want it to, you know. I'm I'm having I'm a huge fan of Destiny. I really enjoy it. And um, you know, there's been like at this point, like I'm 
I'm older than a lot of the people in the Destiny community. And so I've been a part of other communities that have, have come and gone. And so like uh, being at the, you know, the, the, the dusk of the Destiny community, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of uh, melancholy because I've been there before and it's like, you know, I'll right. go again with this, you know, I've done it before so many times and here, here it comes again. It's just kind of, you know, on the one hand, it's exciting to see what's coming next. But on the other hand, it's also a bummer to know that at some point what's coming next is nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. You, it, it definitely gives you a very uh, melancholy type of feel because it's like, uh, it's like, oh man, we've come so long, we've made so many great friends, and to see this, you know, start to wrap up, it is it definitely very sentimental, uh, for sure. Right. And just as long as we played this game since 2014, we've been grinding, we were doing our thing veterans you know now the new lights you know they it's all just beginning for them right you know you know the next the next uh the next uh saga for them is gonna be their saga really mm-hmm. you know uh but us as veterans it's like wow man we've come through thick and thin we're seeing a lot of things start to really flesh out in the game um, Mechanic-wise, ability-wise, we're seeing a lot of really great stuff, and for us to be at the end like this, and this all happened, it's like, oh man, I wish we could just extend it. <laughs> yeah, it's been eight years. We've been doing this for eight years. It's almost a decade. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Playing this game, man, it, mm-hmm. you know, and we still we're still here, still enjoying it, still loving it, you know. Man, it's just crazy, man. I, I just, I, I think the shocks for me haven't even really went off until. I think it's not gonna go off until you know you hit lightfall and you start playing. It's just like realize, oh man, this is it. The stakes are high. We're finally here to confront the darkness, on for real now. Not mentions, none of that. We're actually here. You know, and that's the crazy part about it. You know, but I, I'm excited, man. I, I, I'm just definitely grateful that I got a chance to experience a game like that. Because, like I said, if you would have told me years ago that we'd be experiencing a game like this, I would have just laughed and said, "You guys are lying, man. I, I'm not gonna be hooked on a game this long." And you know, that's to prove me wrong. Uh, what about you, Ronnie? What you feeling? I don't feel anything similar. What you guys are feeling? I'm excited. I'm just like, come on, it's just the next end of this part of the story. And then they just say it's the end of the light and dark saga. They got a whole other saga planned after this. So I'm just like, all right, I'm just moving in here in a new phase. It's like the Marvel. You want to do the Infinity Saga thing? Well, yeah, this is the Infinity War endgame, right? But then just like Marvel moved into the new phase with the Avengers, with the Secret Invasion and the Kang thing. After this mm-hmm. is over, I have a brand new fresh start to go on. Brand new fresh adventures. So Destiny ain't going nowhere. It's going to be here. It's just the end of this particular storyline. Then I get to enjoy some other kick-ass new storyline. Yeah. Do you think they'll do you think they'll be able to deliver uh, better this time or do you think it's going to kind of do you think are you afraid it might tank um the nah, next I'm afraid saga. it's going to tank. Nah, it's spongy, baby. It ain't going to tank. What they do before Destiny, they made Halo. How awesome was Halo all the way Shoot. up till Reach? Yep. Right, and so now they're making Destiny. All they're doing is learning lessons. The game, I don't care what anybody says on Twitter. For me, the game just keeps getting better and better and better. I don't know what everybody's fucking problem is, <laughs> but, 
Yeah, that's. Yeah, I feel like, the same way. I feel like a lot of people are complaining. I'm like, I don't know. I'm still having a lot of fun. Right. You know, I just went and ground out 61 to 63 bounties on three different character classes, and I was having a good time doing it, even when I was fucking bored, running around Nessus, just you know, getting power weapon kills in Lost Sectors. I'm like, yep, still playing some Destiny because it's the best <laughs> villain shooter on the market. So right. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I could just play this game and shoot things and have fun, right? So mm-hmm. even on top yeah. of that, right? So I'm, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. We're going to have new adventures to go on. You know, it's going to be great. I mean, and, and, and you know, honestly, I don't even care, like, if they nuke the nuke the vault again and make me go grind for guns because there's like if there's one thing that i do miss from the early days right it's that that feeling of like oh shit like i'm talking early days like like suro's regime early days right it's like mm-hmm. when your exotics just dropped and you didn't have all the exotic weapons you didn't have all the exotic stuff and so it would just randomly drop and your buddy would get like the suros right and he'd be like oh shit dude i want that and you just playing the game waiting for it to drop waiting for it to drop right and just that excitement of getting the new things that you didn't know anything about, right? Because now we know about all the things, you know. And when you want like a certain exotic, there's there's pathways to get it, you know what I'm saying? That there's no more like exotic guns that just drop in the wild, you know, like that. And so that that discovery, that feeling of discovery. So if they just bring that back, I'm fine with it. I don't give a shit. It gives me something to fucking do. Yeah, give you something to play, at least. You know, you're right, man. You're definitely right. You know, I, I'm on the same vein. I'm just like, you know, I, I'm excited to see what's next. Um, I'm excited to see how they end this. You know, I'm nervous because I don't know what character may end up dying next. You know? I mean, didn't they say that there's a, they had to add an extra, they had to add an extra expansion in, right? Because they couldn't tell the whole story that they wanted to tell. Yeah. Final shape. Yeah. Yeah, right, so you got life falling in final shape. So we still got shit. Un- three years of this game left to go by the time you get all the way through the last few seasons of that one, right? So yeah, and yeah, like you was just mentioning, not we also got to look at you know that we still got a uh, we still got the lightfall seasons that we got to get past too. <laughs> right, and then you so get we final still shape, got a lot. and then you got all those seasons. I would yep. assume. Yep, and then the yeah. next thing starts. Apparently after after that, right? So yeah, man, just give me phase whatever. We'll call it phase two, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe. Well, Forsaken would be phase one, and then, you know, you know what I'm saying. It's like they yeah. got more shit to go. The only thing I just hope they don't do that, and they've hired so many people, and they have so many different projects going, is it doesn't just get too diluted. Yeah, because you know, there's a lot of unanswered questions as well when it comes to. uh Destiny still a lot of unanswered things, even though we're fighting a witness. There's still a lot of unanswered things. How do we know we're gonna fight Sheba or Wrath at some point uh, in this saga? It could be the next saga that we do that. Yeah, you can never tell, Bundy. It could be halfway through the next next saga. They're like, all right, right. let's do this. You, know. you can never tell with them. Although they have been accelerating the rate at which they do seem to try to wrap up things, but that Zebra Wrath thing's been hanging out there for quite a while now. Exactly. She still has uh, the Cabal homeworld. We got to go back and help them retake that. I'm sure that'll be an expansion. They got a lot of things they can work with, uh, you know, because now we're this unity. We're going to be this united group. Uh, There's still a lot of 
different races out there that we've never seen. And there's different threats out there. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how they do it. My thing is this. I think personally, when it comes to the final shape, I think we're going to be able to transcend beyond just being connected with the traveler. It's just my thoughts. Just like we did with the darkness. You remember we was using the little crux to kind of use stasis. And then we just looked it within and was able to manifest it without having to use, you know, yeah, have like some tra- external power supply. Yeah, because you remember it says like the the uh, uh, the uh, speaker always said the light is within all things, right? So if the light is within all things, you don't necessarily have to need a ghost to give you th- that power. You can manifest it as guardians within yourself. You don't need the traveler for that. You can actually do it yourself. Right. I think by the end of this, we're going to probably figure that out eventually. Yeah, it's going to have to be that way because, like, with Lightfall, I'm assuming, like, the traveler is going to, something's going to happen with the traveler. And I just think that, you know, I don't think Bungie's going to spend all this time to revamp all the, the, the light subclasses and then just throw them right. away and, and just only use dark subclasses. So there's got to be something <laughs> there. Narrative. got to be something to it. Yeah. You know, and also remember, we still have the shard of the traveler as well. So even if they destroyed the traveler, you still have the shard. Right. right. And I think <laughs> that I still has the power. I hear recently in one of the, I don't know if it was in some of the pace bin shit or whatever, the fucking, or if it was something they actually said, but there's like, they were talking about like new alien races and that they weren't going to yep. introduce new alien races, but as a, as a killable enemy. But that they did, there's have a new alien race that was going to fulfill some kind of like story based role, like like kind of like Rolf, right? Mm-hmm. And so if they bring in a new character like that, maybe that character is like some kind of like shamanistic guide, right? That teaches us how to use the light without needing the traveler, yeah, right? Because like, there's so many things they could do with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's your translate? Well, I was just gonna say, like, uh, like those uh, aliens in Dragon Ball Z that taught Goku instant transmission, like those guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, they taught him a lot of stuff, and it, you know, I think that's where we're gonna be getting to, where you know, like I said, we're going, we're gonna have to go beyond the light, you know. We already have kind of dismissed it because of what happened with Sabathun, um, and you know, whatever, whatever the uh, witness is going to do. Um, do we see the the tower getting destroyed again? Probably. I mean, they uh, have like Zavala dropping lines too about like, what do we even need the traveler for anyway? Type shit, right? Exactly. It's just a hollow god type shit. Where Zavala's actually, you know, having that like, mm, yeah, I don't know if we need you after all. We could do this ourselves type shit. They've been dropping those little like breadcrumbs. Yep. And you notice how Zavala has changed his character from. Uh, you know, how he was before, always depending on the traveler. We should never tamper with the darkness type things and hive arcana and type of stuff like that. And to now, he's tampering with hive stuff. You know, he doesn't really care about people using stasis as long as it's to protect humanity. <laughs> you know, he really don't care now. Uh, he's just all about the protection of the city and his people. But, which I think the city is going to get destroyed. Um, this time indefinitely, I, I definitely believe that's probably going to happen. You know, and we don't know what's the cost of that. Yeah, like with Callus's projection coming up and terrorizing the innocence of the city, right? 
and mm-hmm. it's just showing starting to show like more vulnerability i think of the yeah. city we're more vulnerable than than <laughs> we used to be which is cool yeah. man i'm ready to get out of there i'm ready to not be tied to that i'm ready to have something besides that janky ass little concrete tower we have now yeah and it's it's time for a new subs uh, a new uh social space man I would be fine if it's uh, the new our new hub is on ca- cabal ship. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome, you know. Because to think about it, who will we who will we have to really help us evacuate the city like that? We got the fallen ships. We got uh, the cabal, you know, ascendancy. We got them uh, to help us, you know, kind of evacuate the city, especially if we're if the city becomes under attack. Like he did, we kind of got we we got fleets, we got things. You know, it's gonna be interesting to see how they implement everything. You know, mm-hmm. especially with the uh, Valis Forge on the <laughs> table, it'll be easy for them to kind of uh, do certain things. But yeah, man, I yeah, I'm just excited for it, man. Uh, so uh, let's see. Next question I do want to ask you, you know, how did you, what inspired you to start streaming, man? Well, initially I wasn't going to stream. Um, I started streaming on Twitch because I didn't have a capture card and I had edited some, some montages using like windows movie maker. And I was uploading the clips that I would save directly to my Xbox to OneDrive and then downloading them. And it was a gigantic pain in the ass and it took forever um, and so I was like, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stream to Twitch and then I'm going to download the past broadcasts and then I won't need a capture card because I can just stream directly from my Xbox. And this is, you know, uh, very naive, slick, not knowing anything about things like bitrate or any of that. So I thought, yeah, no, that'll work. It, it definitely the footage won't look really terrible. Um, so I, that's that's when I started streaming. And then at that point, I just kind of announced on, on my YouTube that I was doing it and that people want to stop by fine. But for the most part, I'm just going to be doing it to get footage. And then that's kind of, you know, that's just how it started because a whole bunch of people came out. And then from there, I liked streaming a lot more than I liked sitting in front of Adobe Premiere editing for hours on end because that can get a bit tedious. And streaming is just playing the, the game and hanging out with your friends. It's a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, I'm sure you definitely come along, Ray. You know, I know the start was rocky at first, like usual. You know, you don't have the best setup at first. Oh you yeah, know, you got to try to. My know, setup was terrible. I was uh, <laughs> I was I was streaming from a, a like a laptop I bought in 2010, uh, and so and I didn't know any like I said I didn't know anything about bitrate, didn't know anything about encoders. And so um, I was originally streaming directly from my Xbox. And then somebody uh, from the stream from chat uh, said, hey, I got a capture card. I'm not using it. I'll send it to you. So he sent me a capture card and the microphone that I'm actually using right now, um, the the Blue Yeti I'm using. Um, and so he sent that to me. So I'm like, all right, well, I should set this up. And so I would I would stream from my couch playing on a like a 50 inch television Um uh, and it was just the quality and I was using the webcam built into my uh, into my laptop. I had my laptop sitting on like a box in, in my living room. So it'd be at the right height. And I didn't know anything about noise gates or or um, or uh, compression or anything like that. So the microphone was just constantly peaking. It was terrible. And at this point, you know, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. To look back and see like how bad everything looked and sounded and and. and <laughs> 
and now how it's so much like if you put like just a very small amount of effort into learning what you're supposed to be doing how the product ends up uh, turning out a lot better and for the record this whole time remember how uh before we started i was having issues with the, the microphone it was playing the game audio i just realized like halfway through that it was it was using my my webcam microphone instead of my actual blue yeti that's why i ended up i disconnected and i reconnected so it would use the proper mic nice. so i'm still learning i'm still learning which is awesome hey man yes. you gotta teach me some of that stuff man i'm still <laughs> I, i'm still a noob at all that stuff you know i pick it out a couple things but I, I'm still, I still need uh, more practice <laughs> with getting right. everything down pat, especially when it comes to like audio and stuff. Like I, I want that super crisp audio. I'm just like, how do I get to the point where it just sounds crisp? It sounds great. So yeah, man, I definitely need help with all that stuff <laughs> when it comes to streaming. Cause you know, I've been streamed since uh, 20. 20, uh, 21, so I'm trying to get back. I want to try to get back to it. Right. But I just want to make sure that my stuff is like legitimately good <laughs> when I do come back. I'm all right, but you know, I want to be better. Yeah, but that's it. That's great, man. That's also, uh, that's awesome. So I do want to ask you the final question before we get to the 12. What is your uh, top five games of all time to you. All right, for Noma, for me, I want to I want to preface this because I have some very questionable picks in here. Now, these are my my favorite games. These are my this is my personal top five because I have some picks in here that are like, all right, I see where you're coming from, and I have some picks in here like, what are you talking about? You know what what is wrong with you? Um, so uh, I want to I want to put at the very very top uh, for me personally, Super Smash Brothers Melee. Um, I started playing that in like 2000, 2003 when it came out and, um, me and my friends, both, we would play that. We played that for, uh, an incalculable amount of time. And I say that because like it tracks how much you play the game, but on my friend's GameCube, it says 9,999. And then on my GameCube, it said 9,999. So we have no idea how much we played that game, uh, from like 2002 until we all graduated high school in like 2005. <laughs> So we, but we, we played it like so much. We would go to each other's houses and just, you know, stay up until like four in the morning, just constantly playing that. It was so good. And then when I went to college, I saw a combo video by Bomb Soldier, who at the time was a Japanese player, uh, set to Bombs Over Baghdad by Outcast. And in the video, he was doing all sorts of bonkers stuff that I never even conceived. It was it was insane. And then from there, I got into the competitive side of Super Smash Brothers Melee and I went to tournaments and stuff and met a whole bunch of people. Um, and so it was just like the game has like two lives for me. One is from like just playing with my friends and being like a casual fan of it, doing goofy shit like Pokeballs only max uh, max <laughs> max Pokeballs only on Pokemon Stadium. Right. And then um, yeah, playing in, in the competitive scenario with wave dashing, L canceling, all that stuff. Um, like it, I, it went from like 2002 all the way up to, you know, 2010, where I was just constantly playing that game. And so that's got to be my number one. It was it was a long time. It was super. I'd love that game. It's so good. Right. People still play it to this day in tournaments. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, I want to say is uh, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, easily the best yes. single player experience that I've ever had. It's just so good. So much yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. You pick however you want to do it. So much lore, so much exploration. It's great. If you've never played it, play it. It's amazing. You know, as much as as much as I like to re-release Skyrim, 
constantly over and over again. They should they should, <laughs> they should re-release a, a, an HD version of Fallout New Vegas. Do that instead. All right, come on. Yeah, um, thanks. Uh, number three, uh, I want. I, I mean, I, I gotta. I gotta say, Destiny, right? You gotta. Oh yeah. You got to. I mean, I'm on a Destiny podcast, of course. It's kind of like just different eras of my life. Is basically my mm-hmm. list. Like, uh, is because right now I'm in the Destiny era, so Destiny's up there, right? You know, um, but just Destiny, like obviously, like I remember the first legendary I got was Doctor Nope. I bought it from Shax, I think, using legendary marks. I think is what it was called back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the first exotic I got was hard light back when it shot like energy balls instead of lasers. And I was super amped because I, I always thought it looked awesome because I like I went online to look at the exotics um, and I didn't care that it was shit because it looked so cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Destiny, obviously, it's just, you know, it's just so good. Like no other game is succeeding doing like they've tried. So many people have tried and they've just not done it. You got Division. Yeah. I mean, Borderlands Three came out, and it's kind of like it's kind of like tangential, where it's not in the same field, but it kind of is, but isn't. I mean, mm-hmm. so many have come and if, uh, with Anthem, <laughs> Anthem, that one that worked out well, right? Like they they killed that one too, Destiny Killer. Yeah, as much as I loved Anthem, I had so much potential there, but yeah. they couldn't stand tall to it. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, it looked cool, like, and I know Aztec Cross got into it big, but it's like, it just didn't, it didn't do it, you know, it just didn't have the pull. It Um, didn't. Nope. And then uh, for me, uh, number four, now this is, this is where it gets dicey, all right? For me, it was a game, and and, uh, my uh, my friend Sintalk is going to make fun of me uh, for this one, because he does constantly. (laughs) Super Monday Night Combat, it's a game called Super Monday Night Combat. It was a third-person shooter MOBA, right? It was so it was kind of like League of Legends, where but it had two lanes and you'd push your your minions slash. And this this game was bots, and you try to push them in your enemy's base and you know destroy their base and you win. Um, but just they had a bunch of classes. Um, it had a very cartoony style. It was very similar to kind of what you have. Like it's very similar to what Fortnite is now, just kind of a MOBA, right? And mm-hmm. and so it was it was I want to say it was before its time because I think that. Like I said, it had had basically the same style that Fortnite has, a third-person shooter, just with the, it was a class-based shooter. And I played that game. And the, this this is what I was talking about when I said, you know, the melancholy of having something kind of end where, yeah, like that game was dead on arrival, right? It it was like having hundreds of players at tops whenever it came out. Like it was not pulling maybe thousands, and it just kind of that number slowly dwindled until nobody was playing anymore. You know. And so yeah. I, I love that game so much, but it just it got to the point where you couldn't find a match because nobody was playing it. And so but still, it was so much fun. I loved it so much. It was so good. And I have a bunch of really old shitty videos on my YouTube channel because I like once again, I was playing on a, a shitty laptop and I was trying to record at the same time. I was using fraps and I was playing at 20 frames per second and recording at 20 frames per second because that's all I could do. <laughs> all low settings, 20 frames per second footage. And so you can actually go. I think I have a playlist of all my Super Monday Night Combat videos, but I love that game so much. And that's that's what I started when I started doing videos is just because I was like, I like this game. I want to do videos on this game. Um, and then the the last game I want to say is kind of like a series. It's the Tales of series, Tales of Symphonia, Tales of Vesperia, and Tales of the yes, Abyss. It's like, because uh, like my, like me my Tales of Asteria? Uh, which one? The Tales of Asteria. Is that like a that newer one? one? I haven't played. I, the, the, the last one I played was Vesperia. Okay, yeah, bro. If you got a chance to play Zesteria, it was mm-hmm. great. It was great, man. Yeah. You'll fall in love with that. 
Yeah, because what what really made because like uh, the reason this is this this is on my list is just because I was playing with my friends, right? It was like the first time because we all liked RPGs, like uh, mm-hmm. we liked uh, Star Ocean two, right? We played we all played that. That was f- fucking great. Uh, Sakodin one and two. I'm sure I'm butchering the pronunciation of that. Um, you know, we we all love those games, and and this this one comes out where it's kind of like an action one, action RPG where it's got control similar to Smash Brothers where you bind like magic spells and attacks to be so you'd be specials and stuff but it's like an RPG story and you can experience the story and you can play with all your friends and so we would do that we did that so it was the same people that I played Super Smash Brothers with but now we're doing we play Tales of Symphonia and then we play Tales of the Abyss and then we were playing Tales of Asperia and so it was just it's just a time in my life where like it just ruled <laughs> like that's like the t- time in my life where I had the least amount of responsibility. So I could just do shit like play that game all day with my friends. And so like, yeah, that's just a huge part of my life is just playing that that game with my, you know, my my childhood friends. Ah, that's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. For real, for real. You know. Yeah, you got a really good uh set. Yeah, definitely uh when it comes to the favorite games you like of all time. <laughs> definitely a really good set. A lot of diversity there. That's pretty dope. Right, right. I like that. Yeah, I really do like that. It's pretty cool. So fellas, looks mm-hmm. like we had had a great uh week to start off, especially uh giving us Bungie giving us the insider. But before I even talk about that. I do want to talk about uh, one little thing is the Stop the Cap news. So apparently the infamous Kevin Yanez finally got his revenge and came back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, it's hilarious, boy. We covered this guy uh, many times. (laughs) He pretty much got Thunder. If anybody doesn't know, all the honors don't know who Kevin Yanez is, he's basically a it's kind of like a lead in the spokesman dev for uh, the Destiny community and yeah, uh, the right? that happened with, <laughs> where uh, where the community basically had been asking about the Twilight Garrison coming back and he basically mm-hmm. had a very interesting response uh, to that which led him to get uh, shoulder charged by the entire community. <laughs> Thus having him to Put his Twitter on private because there was people that was over ODing and really doing harassment and uh, really sending death threats and all that nonsense that people was doing. So I mean, he probably going was- so hard over a fucking exotic in a game that they don't even play anymore. Right. <laughs> it was just like, all right, Ronan, you need to get your Titans in line, bro. What's Man, going on? Well, dude, I don't know if it was just them. I don't know what the hell is going on because it's like <laughs> I'm just like. Hey, y'all been paying attention? They done said that fucking the synaptic spear was a prelude to what she's getting in Arc 3.0, so Titans are going to get a dash. It's plain as day. It's right there. It's right there in front of you. And y'all are flipping out about Twilight Garrison. You're getting ready to get the ability. And I just sat back and watched, and soon enough, there it was. So I was happy when my man got to come back and be like, don't ever ask me for anything ever again. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, okay, tell him. Tell him, Kevin. Tell him. <laughs> <laughs> And the funny thing is, like, us on this podcast, we always keep it real. You know, we always uh, we we always look at both sides of the arguments of what's going on, and then draw our conclusions, and always give critiques. Like, like what I would have said if I was Kevin Yonz, I would have said it in a different way uh, when it came to the response. Like, 
Listen, guys, we do have something really cool cooking that you guys won't even be thinking about, Twilight Garrison. Just stay tuned. Something like that, I think that would have kind of de-escalated any situation right. like that. Instead of more you like, know. listen to you little bitches. <laughs> it's like he came out <laughs> I was like, well, it came out a little hot with that one. I think he probably, hopefully everybody all around learned a little bit from that right there. Shit. Yes. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, I think it's a, it was a big learning experience, but you know, I'm glad he's back, you know, talking and, and asking about stuff. But uh, it's good. it was hilarious to me uh, when he came back and said, don't ever ask me for anything again. I said, ah, classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so uh, with that being said, which leads us to the first topic, is we did get an inside to ARC 3.0. Uh, so uh, I definitely want to go through this stuff pretty quickly. Um, so... I'm going to go through lighting up new abilities. So before we dive in to the the class-specific arc abilities, let's talk about the buffs and debuffs that they are key to the arc 3.0 experience. First up is the new buff called Amplify, which is key to the arc 3.0 experience. And Amplify Guardian is faster, both in terms of movement speed and in terms of their weapon handling and more agile. Able to perform long slides like wait a minute, long slides. <laughs> you mean to tell me that all of that nerfing that they did the previous seasons was for nothing? <laughs> well, I mean Less they didn't really you know nerf the slides as much as they nerfed the effects of the weapons coming out the slides. So now you yeah. just got a longer way you can slide with your less reliable shotgun shot. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to try that with Stumpies. It's probably going to be crazy, man. I mean, uh, it's just, I equate it to probably being a lot like the... the Cryoplasm? Like, yeah, or like, right. on like um, yeah, on the Behemoth Titan. I mean, yeah. Just, like, just slide all across the tower. It's like, I can imagine it. That sounds cool, though, to be honest. Um, Let's see. Amplified Guardians is faster. In terms of moving speed and handling, of course... More agile, able to perform long slides that can function as a devastating setup for some of the attacks that follow. Unlike other damaging type buffs, for invisibility or solar's radiant, players don't need to equip any specific aspects or fragments to become amplified, which is where we've seen already stuff like that before. Uh, but this is actually pretty cool. We don't even need fragments to become amplified. It's awesome. By yeah, default, it frees oh, up the fragment slots a little bit. Isn't that right? Woo! I'm already excited. I, I just can't wait for Tuesday. I really can't. Uh, so by default, all art classes become amplified after rapidly, rapidly defeating targets with any art damage and uh, equipped aspects and fragments offer additional ways to become or benefit from being amplified after sprinting for a few seconds an amplified guardian will gain another boost and what that's awesome in speed as designer mike humboldt put it uh, i like that bolt in his name and that funny <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even realize that <laughs> i know i was like ah 
I get I get why you're in this one. <laughs> yeah, I had to pull I had to pull that out right there. I was like, eh, that's funny. Uh let's see. Basically, as fast as we can make our sprint animation go. Gaining a I'm gonna love this. Uh gaining a sizable PBE damage resistance buff and enabling an even longer slide ability. Imagine full on Metroid speed booster mode. Ooh, only uh, Samus is now wielding Galahorn. Nice. Even if a player is no longer amplified, as long as they keep sprinting, the speed booster buff will stay active. That's dope. Uh, in development, speed booster probably took the longest for for me to get on board with, and that you were already moving faster to begin with, said Humboldt uh, when asked about the process of developing a refined uh, the verbs for Arc 3.0, adding PVE damage resistance to speed booster to sentiment it as strong gap closing tool and seeing it being used to move from other from one cover to the next in playtesting really brought it all together for me. You start sprinting and then you hear this audio swell start to come up and then you're like a jet engine rocketing around the area. It's awesome. Dude, I can't wait to see how this play out. This kind of sounds really, really cool. What do you guys think, man? Well, I can't wait to see what it does in networking and PvP. Yeah, I saw people saying that before just because the uh, like <laughs> with melees, the rubber banding and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully trap users and shit. shit. Yeah, hopefully traveling in a straight line, the game kind of has it under wraps. But for the record... <laughs> For the record, I was talking on my stream. I said multiple times because I was trying to think of a way to bring back Titan skating. And I said they mm -hmm. should just have an ability where the longer you sprint, you build up speed like in Super Metroid. And so they 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 fucking put the Super Metroid reference in this when they talked about it. And I'm like, hey, I called that. Called, I called that. Yeah, I was like so amped. I'm like, oh, Super Metroid. I was talking about that. Let's go. <laughs> you know, specifically, like how it's going to work. Like say you're sprinting at top speed, right? But then you know how, like, as a Titan, at least my favorite thing is when I jump and then I hit the boost and then I just, like, shoot forward through the air, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, but good. Did they say if you're going to carry your momentum into that or will it slow down dramatically into your normal, like, your normal, like, thrust forward oh, I don't speed know. that you do? Because yeah, if, if it carries over into that, like, that right there, you know, that's going to be outside of just, you know, doing the double tap to do the new teleport thing, right? Or right. The, not teleport, but the dash, the thrust, yeah. I guess yeah. is what it's called, but... Because you notice they never they never said that uh they never said that as long as you keep moving from what they're saying, you're still gonna maintain that top speed even if you're not amplified. So maybe even if you pull off that, you should be able to still maybe uh go fast. Yeah, and, so much of that, that stuff's speed. tied into so much of that stuff's tied into still being on the ground is the thing that's got me. Yeah. Because you know, when we jump and we do that, Titans could get across the map like fast as hell. Right, he's like, yeah. You guys are and super so, fast, anyway. So <laughs> you guys are super fast, anyway. Yeah, we we're pretty speedy. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm gonna see. I just want you guys to go ahead and put on that ram horned helmet because <laughs> this is gonna be something else when you guys when this uh goes live, man. I just. Mm. Man, it's amazing, man. 
And we've been, I've been asking for us to, especially for hunters, man. We're not as fast as we were supposed. To. This right here put us back on the map with everybody else. Yeah, not with that like stompies on. Every time I take stompies off, I'm like, I'm so slow. <laughs> right. That's why. If, if anything, it amplifies stompies and transversive steps and doom march. This right here really amplifies that. Yeah, I'm curious if it's going to work together because uh, I know it's like a multiplicative effect where, like, if you have a lightweight weapon, it's I think it's like mm-hmm. six six and a six point two five percent sprint boost, and yeah. if you you I mean, can stack you, it with one really more, twelve point five. So I'm not sure if you can go twelve point five percent increased sprint speed plus amplified because, like, I don't know if it's like additive or multiplicative, you know? Because it's could be it could yeah. be freaking <laughs> ridiculous if you're I running. Mean, you're just shooting past people like, oh, shit, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so like, stop, turn around. No, go, stop. D1 Titan skating level speed. Is that what we're talking mm-hmm. about here? <laughs> right. For, for all classes? Oh, my God, bro. We're, we're going to be crazy. That's, that's why that's why dysfunction is such a long-ass map. Could you imagine on Twilight Gap with this bullshit? <laughs> oh, the wall. Oh, the wall. Oh, the wall. Oh, the crate. Oh, the wall. Shit. <laughs> I mean, if that end up happening, I'm sure they're probably going to try to tune that a little yeah. bit. You know, they just want us to <laughs> let loose right now. <laughs> oh, Twilight Gap going to have to look like you're playing a motherfucking N64 game on widescreen. Stretch <laughs> the fuck out. Facts. Oh, man. This sound, I mean, just the sound of this, it, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, just just hearing what they're talking about and play testing on this stuff, you know. Uh, it, can I just say one thing? It feels like ever since Bursley jumped in to Destiny to Bungie, <laughs> it's it seems like things are just really starting to kick off in the right direction. Have you guys noticed that? I think a lot of stuff. Not just him, but they've brought a lot of community people in. So you know, it yeah. could be totally something going on there. You can tell it expansion of the team has led to an expansion of ideas and like loosening yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, because I mean just think about previous guys. Yeah, and you're right about that. A lot of community people is now coming into budget, especially the ones that had grievances about the game and ideas on how they could fix the game. This is stuff that we've been wanting to see. Uh, it you feels remember, like, like somebody's listening. It was only a, like uh, a few months back. Everybody was they started making like the like the slide nerf right and all that. They were like all the yeah. memes we were putting on Twitter. Like oh, they just want us to walk around all slow and just shoot each other all slow, all slow. And like well, here <laughs> right, we are right. now, right? Super fast, agile. Dude, this, this community ain't got the patience for shit, dude. No, <laughs> just... no. Because I mean, just looking at these changes, like yo, this is this sound like stuff that the community, you know. Would put, you know, would add if they was working at Bungie. This, this is what it really feels like, um, you know, with these changes. This is monumental. Um, just see, hearing all these things that is happening, I never thought we was getting going to get any speed boost booster like you said. And here we go. A lot of things that people been asking for is in this is in this this uh, preview. And it just gets even better from here on out. So it says uh, on the debuff side, R3 Pono is bringing two to the party, Blind and Jolt. Blinded opponents in PvE won't be able to see 
naturally and will also be disoriented and unable to fire their weapon. In PvP, blinded will have their screen whited out and their HUD removed for a short period of time alongside a distorted washed out audio effect. Jolted opponents who are damaged will uh, periodically send silvers of chain lightning out to nearby enemies, damaging them in the process. Ooh, that's crazy. Uh, R3.0 also uh, democratize I guess that's the way they wanted to say uh, Iron Traces. <laughs> Which, uh, I believe. You said what? Democratizes, I think it is. Democratize. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gives it to everybody. Yeah. That's, hey, I'm fine with that. Um, which were uh, previously available only to Middle Tree Warlocks. I'm sorry, Warlocks, you have uh, you have to share the love again. Uh, now available to all traces and objects that, when collected, will add energy for all your abilities. Now that you are familiar with the basics, let's jump into the classes themselves. All right, my boys. The hunters are finally into our uh, on the first part. Let's see what we got. So well, basically, one thing I want to say before we jump into that with the Zonic Traces, because I just thought, okay, so you're getting like the military world, like you're getting your class abilities back, right? Faster when you collect them, or I mean your abilities. Specifically. Yeah. Uh, so just like hunters, got, just like the right, but right, right. But if you're doing that on all your classes and you have arc wells going, are you just going to have just abilities it, all right? the time? No, because you, you collect the whales and it, it gives you your ability energy back too. Right. So you're getting ability energy back from these and you're getting energy ability back from arc whales as well? Yeah. Yep. Because I, mean, I think one of these, um, part of this, uh, they said, uh, they referred to, they said, they want you to, uh, they want the increased of getting your stuff back faster. So that's gonna yeah, play that's into it. It's like doubling up on that right there. It's like, oh no, Shoot. all our abilities out I'm of not time. Complaining. I, I wish like it's almost that. Like that anyway. But anyway, carry on. Hunter time with you. Yeah, I do want to ask. I do want to ask. This is actually going to um, change up also um, the cooldown times for because now that we're going to Art three point we'll see how fast uh, we get our stuff back as well and Art. I don't know their timer cooldown per se until we yeah. get into art. I'm that not first, sure. That first, those patch notes that come out when the game comes out, it's going to be interesting to look at, see some things they may or may not have told us about yet. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they're still hiding a lot of stuff. Uh, they're hiding a lot of stuff uh, for the art uh, kit that we haven't seen yet. So, you know, uh, we just getting a little preview of this. There's still all that other stuff that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, there's um, been a lot of good news. There's got to be some bad news somewhere. I don't know, <laughs> man. It's I mean, got there's got to be something. Now, it's not going to be bad news per se, but somebody will take it that way. Like, oh, but we slowed down the ability regen timers because you're getting all your abilities back so quick. Blah, blah, blah. You never know what's going to be in there yet. Yeah. You you know there's going to be something like that eventually. I mean, because yeah, of this mean... blinding grenade shit, do you not see with all this blinding melees and blinding grenades? Uh, potential repeat of the stasis Facts. slowdown freeze. Facts. Bitching coming again, maybe. Could be a little bit. Yeah, I, I definitely see that for sure. 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I can't wait to see what patch notes, especially the first week. I mean, it's like as much as I enjoy the game, I also enjoy watching all the Twitter bitching. So <laughs> I'm just looking Facts. at what Twitter bitching is going to be showing up on top of it all. <laughs> and I'm not playing the game. I like reading about people that hate playing the game but won't stop playing the game. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man, you're right. You you're really right. Uh, ne- next week is really going to tell us what is up. For sure, <laughs> but I can't wait to slide in the Eververse though. But uh, other than that, uh, the Hunters are finally we're finally we're up first. So a hunter dashing forward, crackling with the power of arc lightning, is a sight that is sure to strike fear in the hearts of any enemy. As with previous subclass revamps, the team had defined images in mind when considering what the new arc should feel like in combat. For hunters, the team imagined the grateful warrior monk, giving the hunter the ability to get in close quarters quickly and effectively, make a mess of their opponents in the process. For hunters, we wanted to reward staying in close and being safe while you're in close quarters with the enemy, which is very difficult to do in a lot of our content said Humboldt, we wanted to give them tools to stay alive while they either closed the gap or were in a melee combo. That came primarily in the form of giving them crowd control tools. So to the end, to that end, the Hunter's Arc Staff Super is returning. With Arc Staff Hunters will be able to block and deflect projectiles with the press of a button as well as perform an armor dodge where upon dodging, the hunter is more resistant to incoming damage. Hey, let's go. Um, but one super just didn't seem like enough to the team. Thus, the introduction of a brand new arc-themed super, the Gathering Storm. Here, the hunters leaps into the air, hurling their staff into the ground or into an unlucky enemy like a spear upon impact. The stab emits a damaging burst that jolts nearby enemies. Soon after, a giant bolt of lightning strikes the stab and overcharges it, creating a large damaging zone around it for several seconds. While overcharged, the stab sends out arcs of lightning and damaging any enemies that move near it. That's it. (laughs) 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 Woo! (laughs) Man. I'm I'm loving the sound of that man. I was so happy, and I called this, Ronan. You know, for the past couple of weeks and months, I've been calling it. What did I always say about R three for hunters? I said they're gonna combine all three, but they're gonna have to give us a new one. And look at here, somebody was listening. Yeah, because nobody. I mean. Whenever I play my hunter, it's like nobody ever wants to take Ark into anything, right? Because outside of ad control, the super sucks ass. Facts. And it's like, so they needed something, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so even though nobody else really got a new super, nobody else really needed one. They needed one because we've all got like the ad control shit, but we've also all got like single shot DPS shit. And hunters never really had that in Ark, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was definitely needed. 
I'm just wondering if it's going to be funny if it's like a stationary silence and squall in PvP. <laughs> People are going to be bitching at that too. Just throw it into control point. Just be like, all right, there you go. <laughs> it's overpowered. We can't capture the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm really, really uh, anxious to see how that plays out. It sounds really cool. It really does. Uh, you know, just to see it. So that means we're gonna get two supers basically in this year to come. We're gonna we get this one, and then we're gonna get the one in Lightfall. That's awesome. I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, man. I I think this was I think this is awesome. So it says uh on that melee side, the team kept the hunter's combination blow ability, feeling like it was the right in line with the Grateful Warrior fantasy. That they were going for kills with combina- com- combination blow will refund dodge energy, increasing melee damage, and restore a small amount of health, allowing skilled hunters to chain their dodges and melee attacks into ballistic bursts of beautiful fury. In addition, the disorderly blow melee returns, blinding opponents with a devastating palm attack while also now amplifying the hunter along the way. Hunters will be able to choose from three arc aspects to customize their tactical style. Uh, Flow state. Defeating a jolted opponent causes you to become amplified. When amplified, the hunter's dodge will recharge faster and make you more resistant to damage. And you have quicker reload times. Tempest Strike allows the hunters to perform a sliding melee uh, that launches an arc wave along the ground, dealing significant damage and jolting enemies in its path. Lethal Current. After dodging, the hunter's melee launch range is increased, and their next melee attack jolts the target and creates a damage and lightning aftershock. When used with the arc stab super, after dodging the hunter's next staff light attack, Hits twice in addition. Hitting a jolted enemy with a melee attack will blind them. Finally, and a particular note, Art 3.0 will also bring back the blink movement. Let's go. Uh, mode for hunters. In fact, the blink ability will also include a baseline buff for any class that has access to it. Looking at you, Warlocks. Um, the Blink uh, hasn't really been touched since Destiny 2's release and never quite reached the heights of its previous reign of terror. Humboldt said, we felt like this was a good time to walk a few of the tuning changes back a little and bring Blink's partic- uh, potency at baseline up without needing an exotic equipment. That's awesome. In practical terms, that means an increased travel distance and a reworked recharge model for the ability that will keep it fresh while still maintaining its effectiveness. So what do you guys think about the Hunter's Kit so far, man? You got anything, Slug? I'll let you go first. Well, the one thing is that, like, a lot of it's pretty pretty much the, the same as what they kind of currently have. Um, they're just adding in the, the, the verbiage to it. Like, uh, you know, the lethal current after dodging, the melee ranges increase already kind of exists. Now it's just adding jolt and all this other stuff into it. And then like, uh, you know, um, having the, the, the staff hit twice also kind of exists. 
Uh, the thing that's the craziest to me is the fact that they they brought back Blink for Ark Hunters. Not in a one million billion years would I ever have thought that they were going to do that. <laughs> because like like on the one hand, like I'm kind of torn. On the one hand, it does seem kind of silly to have something as cool as Blink locked to one not only one class but one element of that class, one subclass right. of that class. Uh, right. And and but on the other hand, like like it's been so long. Because Blade Dancers had a uh, blink in D one, and like I think the lore yep. explanation is they stole it from the they stole the 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 magic from warlocks, and that's how they yeah had they it. stole they, their practice from them. <laughs> and so that's how they got it, and now and now yeah. and then, but then like they removed Blade Dancers. I don't know if they ever talked about in lore in Destiny two what happened to Sun Singer and Blade Dancer. If they just kind of like eh, retcon, um, you're but, right. Or, uh, but like now it's kind of back it's uh, on the one hand like i'm not really worried about it being like overpowered it's just i mean i'm glad that the hunters have it as smelly as they are um because it's cool uh but it, i don't know it just seems like it just came out of left field for me i was like holy shit like that's that to me is the biggest <laughs> thing than everything like everything else is like okay yeah cool new super yeah but now they can teleport again holy shit you know that's the number one to me. <laughs> yeah yeah we're back we, we finally back yeah, man. And you know what's funny? I've been preaching this for a while. People kept on saying I was crazy about it. No, you're reaching. It's not going to happen. And, you know, my wish came true. I was trying to tell people. I said, look, they're going to they're gonna bring Blink back. Watch. And look at what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. It's right here. It's right here. And, uh, hey, I'm happy about that. I'm really happy about that, man. You know, I, I've been saying that for a while. I said, man, I wish Blink came back for Hunters. And now we we about to do some things now. Oh, man. I, I, I'm, I'm excited for it. And they're tuning it and uh, and updating it, which is great. Because um, we it, it definitely needed an upgrade for Warlocks as well. Um, but that's great news. Now we're going on to the Warlocks Toolkit. So it says player fantasies don't come any more vivid than what the team had in mind for R3.0. A Warlock's two separate Im uh, images were top of mind. Uh, the Lightning Shaman and Emperor Palpatine in full Lightning Fingers mode while turning Luke Skywalker into a burnt toast. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. Uh, we wanted the player to feel like we are channeling the power from the storm through their body. Uh, said done, controlling the storm, controlling lightning, like an elemental conduit. So two supers will be available for Warlocks. Chaos Reach, where players will be able to shoot concentrated beams of energy, arc energy out of their hands. Why do they say beams? Like, they're going to be shooting too. If they start uh, shooting too, that's going to be crazy. No. Nah. Yeah, I think it was just a pluralism, a bunch of warlocks shooting things. Yeah, I definitely think so. You're right. And uh, opponents and storm trance, which is more akin to the image of Palpatine floating around the world, firing electricity from their fingers. Uh, this super combines both the landfall behavior from previous bottom tier arc and creating a damaging shockwave underneath the player and the ionic blink behavior from the old top tree arc, allowing the warlock to teleport briefly during the super. Uh, warlocks will have two melees available, both utilizing the power of lightning, 
The ball lightning melee will send out a floating ball of arc energy that detonates, zapping enemies down from above. Chain lightning will send out arcs of of, uh, lightning to strike and jolt the primary target and chaining damage to surrounding enemies in the process. The warlock's whole thing is being amplified, modifies their abilities, it powers them up. Um, done says so for the ball of lightning. If you amplify it, the the arc ball will fly out and zap enemies three times instead of just the normal one one time, so you can get more damage out of it. For chain lightning, it chains to more targets more specifically, while normal chain lightning creates a single set of chains that bounce between a set number of targets. When amplified, the ability creates two sets of chains and can potentially jump to twice the number of enemies. That's going to be pretty cool. Um, three aspects will be available for the Warlocks. Arc Soul. The Warlock casts a rift to create an Arc Soul that will... Player in battle, allies who pass through the rift, will also earn an Arc Soul. The rift cha- charges faster when allies are near. While amplified, any Arc Soul you have or gain... Is supercharged, increasing its rate of fire. That's crazy. Uh, lightning surge. The uh, warlock activates their melee while sliding to transform into a ball of lightning and teleport toward, calling down a field of lightning bolts at the exit point that jolts targets. I want to see how that play out. <laughs> yeah. Literally, you got it's turned into a lightning supersonic and just. <laughs> Do some kind of cool thing with the lightning bolt. That I want to see how that play out. What you think, Ronnie? You, you think that's gonna be cool? Yeah, it'll definitely transform be one of the first into things I try out as I'm jumping between all the classes and like drive myself insane on day one. It's definitely <laughs> yeah, that's that's dope. It's just kind of like I wonder how it's gonna kick out of the third person mode, or if it's gonna yeah, or if it's gonna act kind of like a like a like the blink effect where you just kind of like just zap from one point to the next right that's kind of gonna be kind of nuts though dude it's gonna yeah. be like crazy or like what kind of like like are you immune is like an immune phase for damage can you like just jump straight into like a titan bubble and then like pop your super with that thing right uh, that's, that's what i want it's not gonna work it sounds it sounds really cool though it really does sound cool uh, I want to. I just want to see that in action and see, like, okay, how would they implement that? What is it? What will it look like uh, when they do? That? Like, we're all just going to be crowded around in a group, like, okay, do it now, do it now, now, now you <laughs> do it, it now. now you do it. Yeah, my turn. What's it look like? <laughs> so if it, so, I got to get this again. So it's like activate their melee while sliding. So you hit and then slide. No, it's probably no, like it. a, it's probably like yeah. a, like uh, what's it? Uh, Howl of the storms on stasis, where you slide and activate your melee, and you throw up the ice wall or a consecration on a hammer soul, where you slide and then activate your melee, and you do the the fire wave, and then you slam down, and then uh, Arca Hunter also has the what is it called tempest, tempest strike, right? shock yeah. wave. Yeah. yeah, so it's gonna be this probably the same thing. It's gonna be like that, but instead of like you know sending out the 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 shock wave, it's gonna literally be the warlock sending himself, and then creating a thunderstorm that's awesome yeah it sounds awesome oh man 
I like the sound of that. I really want to go ahead and try that. I might start a warlock. I might start my warlock uh, the first day. <laughs> I might play him. <laughs> yeah, because this sounds to become awesome. a ball of lightning. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm down for that for sure. So electromag, uh, electrostatic mind. So arc ability kills and kills on arc debuff enemies. Create ionic traces. When you collect any ionic trace, you become amplified. Nice. That's a nice touch. So overall, what do you guys think about the the warlocks uh, uh, kit? Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's changed super super crazily as much as like hunters and Hazel Sea Titans did. But outside of that, outside of lightning search, it's just like wait, what? And I don't think anybody needs any like supercharged fucking arc souls running around anywhere. That's gonna be toxic. Crazy. (laughs) It's like I'm curious. Is that going to work with uh, getaway artists, or you can you can yeah? It could just be just literally just nonstop shooting; it never stops. I mean, I would say I mean it would have to. Be. I would say it would. So you have you have an amplified arc soul that also then you use getaway artists, and it just just goes Dude, insane. That's toxic. Yeah, yeah it's all, toxic. all the warlocks have their no time to explains on with their fucking time rift <laughs> going at the same time. That's Dude, fucking that's gonna bon- be toxic, bro. That's that's gonna be bonkers. Yeah. Okay, I can't wait so to see how that play out. Who's gonna I do really the first? Can. The first somebody's gonna do the new raid, and they're gonna only use Arc Souls, and they're gonna do this shit. Facts. It's gonna it's gonna get movie of the week. I, I, so just bookmark this right here. Bookmark me uh, saying this. You know. Remember that guy Slick said it first, man. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen, man. Movie of the week. Let's get it. So yeah, man. I yeah, like you said, I. It's they got some really cool aspects. I really want to play along with. I do want to. I'm th- I'm already thinking in my head of some builds um, that I want to do with the warlock because uh, tonight I'm definitely going to start uh, going ahead and uh, getting my warlock's uh, you know arc armor set up. But it's it, it look it sounds cool, man. It really does sound cool, uh, especially just everything. All your abilities just you know turns up so. I'm definitely down with it, man. I really am down with it, you know, for it. So, we got the Titans, last but not least. Titans haven't traditionally been known as Paragons of Mobility, but with Art 3.0, the team is shaking things up. The teams had a couple of inspiration in mind for Art Titan revamp. To lead with your fist and bare knuckle brawler, and the freight train. So uh, you don't get to move the Arc Titan. Humbo said they move you. The Arc Titan's ultimate goal is to punch you in the face. And so a, a lot of what we did for Arc Titan was to try to figure out how we could facilitate fist to face contact as much as possible. That desire to punch in, to punch all things manifests in a couple of devastating supers that are returning for R3.0. Fist of Habit and Thunder Crash. While the latter is particularly unchanged uh, from before, Fist of Habit now has an adjusted slam radius that's halfway between top and bottom path, and the ground slam leaves a damaging field in its wake. Uh, Let's see. While slamming from the air causes damaging AoE effect, from previous top tree behavior. 
in the case of Thunder Crash and other abilities, uncoupling a subclass abilities from the old subclass diamond system will result in some substantial buffs depending on how players use it. It's one of the intrinsic advantages that a new subclass 3.0 system brings to Destiny. Uh, when you start pairing them with different things, even though nothing changed about the actual ability, they can end up getting significantly stronger as a result because now they aren't locked into a canned set of perks for, that surround them. Almost said Thundercrash is a great example of that. One of the biggest changes coming to our Titans is the new thruster class ability. By double tapping a button while on the ground, the Titan bursts in their throttle direction at speed, performing a quick first-person evade compared to uh, comparable in distance to a hunter's dodge. Arc is the damage type that is ability that's about mobility. So if we are going to add a mobility boost anywhere for Titans, it was going to be here. So for melee attacks, the Titans will retain the seismic strike shoulder charge, which blinds enemies, performing a seismic strike. My Amplified will increase the radius of the blind and blinding effect. Will last longer. Ballistic Slam also returns where players can slam the ground after spinning after sprinting in the air, creating a damaging explosion on impact. Those returning melees will be joined by a brand new charge attack known as Thunderclap. Here, the Titan player holds the melee button and charges up our energy that can be unleashed in either a quick powerful jab or held and built up to be unleashed in a furious one punch man style blast that will devastate an opponent. The charged state cannot be stored and the Titan must uh, be on the ground to charge the punch. Uh, let's see. The damage is significant. A 90% charge thunderclap will one-shot guardians in PvP but that reward will be balanced by the time it will take to build up to the charge level. So it, basically they, they're saying it's overpowered. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the fact that you must re re remain uh, stationary to charge, always a dangerous move in PvP. The other subclasses are three portal types. We'll have three aspects. Um, Touch of Thunder... Flashbang fires an additional blind on its first bounce pulse. When the grenade damage damages the enemy, it creates an ionic trace for the Titan. Pulse grenade damage increases over time as the grenade lingers after impact. Uh, lightning grants an additional charge for lightning grenade and jolts targets on the initial blast. Um, Storm creates a roaming thundercloud that moves and tracks enemies similar to Stasis Hunter Silence's Squall Super, firing lightning bolts at the ground underneath it. That's going to be crazy. It's going to uh, be something. I can't, <laughs> wait, to see. I can't <laughs> wait to see how, how it works. Like, how yeah. high off the ground is this cloud? Right. Like, <laughs> like, right. I, I, I'm interested move. to see that. <laughs> 
Uh, that's gonna be toxic if it if it's gonna be like that. <laughs> Just imagine you throwing that at a point a point in control. That's gonna be crazy, especially guys are like literally right there. Mm. Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. Uh let's see, Juggernaut. While sprinting and with full class ability energy, the Titan gains a frontal shield that knocks incoming damage. While when amplified, the shield is stronger. Once the shield is depleted by taking damage, a player's class ability is energy is depleted. Okay. Um, knockout. Melee kills trigger health regeneration and make the Titan amplify. Critically wounded, an enemy or breaking their shield increases melee range and damage for a brief period. Titan's base melee becomes arc empowered while knockout is active. To, com- to complement the class-specific aspects in Arc 3.0 will be also introducing a suit of new fragments, which offer new perks. So before we get into those, I do want to ask you guys, uh, what do you think about the Titan kit so far? Dude, there ain't no way I'm not going in as my Titan on day <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked about it. It seems like Titan's got, at least in terms of uh, Arc, got the best shit, which is great for me because I... I pretty much only play Titan, and there's so mm-hmm. much stuff in here that I'm super excited about. Yeah, th- for sure, man. The thing, the thing I'm most excited about is the Thunderclap, just because I think it has a lot of very funny meme potential. Facts. Because <laughs> I just, I, the only thing I don't know is how long it takes to charge up. Because the first right. thing I'm thinking of is like using Cryosthesia and freezing somebody, and then just standing in front of them and charging it up, even though I could just one punch them already because they'll shatter and die. I just want to just right. charge it up just to, for the just to BM them because I think it would be really funny. Just imagine using that with feedback fence. That's yeah, that crazy. too. Yeah, feedback fence is getting a buff in terms of working with glaives too, so that's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, man. Just holding the corner and having one of your hunter buddies make you yeah. invisible. <laughs> Somebody runs around the corner, gets punched punch by an invisible type. One, one bang them. You know what I'm upset about? Going invisible. Shit. You know what I'm really upset about? I'm like, oh, we gotta wait to season 19 in order for Lion's handshakes to be to be uh, uh, combined with glaives. I'm like, are you kidding me? How dare them? Mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder but, if that would be because I, I I wanted Worm God's uh, caress to be to work with glaives, but they didn't right. mention anything about it. But that might that might be a bit much. But I also don't know because I know that the the damage bonus is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, especially in they PvP. Did say, they did say uh, pretty much like almost all the melee type mm-hmm. things gonna work with it which will make glaives even more powerful than they were <laughs> yeah there was like there's a couple of ones that they wanted to exclude like they didn't want syntheseps to extend the melee range because they said that they don't think that the the connection can handle <laughs> it because people are already teleporting so like yeah we don't want them to teleport even harder so we're gonna we're not gonna let that <laughs> one work. yeah it's gonna be that'll be kind of toxic yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, man, you, the Titan Toolkit sounds really yeah. cool, man. Especially now that y'all finally got a dodge. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious what that's gonna look like because all the other dodges right. and shit are are third person. All of them, like you got a, uh, you know, uh, the hunter dodge, and then of course you've got um the solar warlock. I'm forgetting Icarus dash. That's mm-hmm. also third person, and so I'm curious about like how fast this is gonna be because it's saying like right. you know. Because it's it's called the thruster ability, and it uses your class ability. Like, uh, I believe Phoenix Dive does that now. Yeah. And so I'm curious, like, 
what that's going to look like because it's first person. So I'm, it's really ironic because I'm getting uh, Modern Warfare Advanced Warfare uh, right, right. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare vibes from it, which is the game I shit talked. That, that's what yeah. got me into Destiny. <laughs> so it's kind of ironic that literally you're going to be able to do Advanced Warfare movement in Destiny 2 now as a Titan. But I'm curious what that's going to look like, like from a first person perspective. And yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I could totally see it just being like the way warlocks or hunters do when they dodge or dash right you just kind of briefly go out to third person go to the side front back and then jump back in snap back into first well it's saying that it's only going to be first person though that's what i'm curious about if that's, yeah, that's if weird I, I can't imagine that wouldn't be horribly disorienting sometimes yeah. maybe that maybe they're trying to use that as like kind of a balancing mechanic similar to like blink where you know the disorienting is kind of part of keeping it because like because otherwise you could use it to like peek around corners and shit you know so maybe keeping right. it in the first person view is one of their ways of keeping it kind of balanced. Because it sounds awesome. Until, All of until it sounds the Lost awesome. Sector Exotic is going to be like an astrocyte burst for that. Right. Probably. Oh, that'd be sick. Do two, you know two of them funny? back to back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. if the, if the uh, Lost Sector Exotic is Twilight Garrison, but they reworked it in a way <laughs> it actually, you know, intrinsically sets up that type of launch thing. <laughs> I would be dead if I see that. And he says, "He says Twilight Garrison ain't coming back just because we're renaming it like Sunrise Garrison." <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Just how like, like they renamed. Mm-hmm. What was the what was it what was the uh, the Warlock exotic then renamed the Sunbracer? Was it Sunbreaker? It was Sunbreaker because they they matched what they named yeah. the Titan. Yeah, it was Sunbreaker. Okay, yeah. So they're just mm-hmm. gonna do that. It's not gonna be called Twilight Garrison. It's gonna be called something very slightly similar and yeah and, and then all the twitter kids are gonna get dunked on again okay. yep again kevin Yanez, don't don't call him he said he said it won't come back what you what you are you have something new now you know yeah it's gonna be interesting man to see how how that plays out especially this all, all of this stuff is really going to change the uh the pvp meta for sure and that's not including all the sandbox changes and all that stuff. So this is this is crazy, man. So let's get into the fragments. So it says, here's a look at the at the few of the fragments to come. So it says, spark of beacons. Uh, when the player is amplified, special weapon kills create a blinding explosion, which is pretty epic. Uh Spark of resistance uh, when surrounded by enemies. The player has increased damage resistance. Nice. Spark of momentum. Sliding over ammo will reload your weapon and grant a small amount of melee energy. Sliding over heavy ammo increases the amount of energy granted. Spark of shock. The player's art grenades jolts. So, what y'all think about just the first couple of fragments that they just showcased? Man, it's just in PvP anyway. It's just gonna be a whole white screen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, everything blinds everything. It's like punches, any arc special weapon, any right. I hope everybody went and got their a debt plug once mm-hmm. before they went away, or even a regular one. Shit, plug one's gonna be a beast. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And Rich oh. Runner is gonna be a beast as well. Oh yeah, that's the one thing. I wonder if they're gonna do a patch for Wrist Runner because like is this gonna come out and completely negate like a huge portion? Is is the whole first first day of PvP just gonna be literally everybody on Arc subclasses with Wrist Runner Tracks. and like I five mean, second know. TTKs? Like everybody's just <laughs> you know it is. 
like D two so. launch TTKs. That's what we're gonna be doing. Yep. And you, apparently, apparently they was just like, hey, they they was happy that Rich Runner and Thunder Lord was getting their time. Yeah, you know. apparently. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna see any nerf until like they start to see stuff and it starts to get out of hand. Uh, I mean, for sure. I really miss Thunderlord. So I know, me too. That was my baby. You know what? I just yeah. uh, something as I'm reading this, I'm just realizing that Salvager Salvo has uh, the explosion perk that I'm that's I'm spacing yep. on right now. And so yeah. that you're it's gonna they're gonna explode, but then they're also gonna explode again and blind people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm Greg, excited. Are you excited for all your new meme possibilities. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's gonna be. That's Man, gonna be I can't wait to tune into your to your uh, your channel to see all the funny outtakes that you gotta make, uh, especially when it comes to this. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm it's... definitely 100 gonna end up blinding the shit out of myself. That's that's. Yeah, that's oh, already happening. I I do that now, so yeah, <laughs> that's Thanks. gonna happen, one hundred percent. Oh man, I can't wait to look at your videos, man. You gotta get movie <laughs> the week for this because it's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> I just know it's gonna be hilarious. You know, just seeing all those outtakes. So uh, uh, they did uh go into the uh twab, and we're just gonna quickly skim through it uh for this, which is cool. Um, so of course, uh, Tom, you know, they talked a little bit of, about um, the preview and everything like that. And they were saying, you know, a lot of the stuff you they're going to show in the uh, showcase on Tuesday. So we're going to see a lot of how this stuff kind of plays. Come back. There you are. Did you guys see? Yeah, you're you, cutting you, in and out a little bit. Am I good now? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to tell. It doesn't make any noises like it usually does robot noises. Now it just kind of drops out for a second, comes back. Right, right. What, what, what did you all hear before that happened? Uh, just... That we were skipping through all the bullshit that they we just read that they just repeated. In oh, the yeah, yeah, and... yeah. Yeah, so we're going to go to. Uh, uh, they was talking about like the debuffs for blinding, uh, blinding opponents, disorienting, uh, leaving them vulnerable and incapacitated. Of course, the PvP, of course, you get the right screen and stuff like that. They go into, uh, of course, as we already know, you know, the jolts, jolting opponents and stuff like that helps clean up the dirty work. And they said basically the foundation of ARC is about uh, just letting loose and showing off what you're made of. Uh, but what about ability and even exotic changes? Uh, to learn all about the new subclasses and abilities uh, for Arc 3.0, including returning favorites like Blink. And so basically, what they're going to say is uh, they are going to do some exotic changes, but they're probably going to show in the showcase. Uh, there are some new exotic changes uh, for the existing ones that kind of tie to the ability. So it's going to be interesting because, especially. Uh, uh, seeing that, uh, you know, you have the new, uh, especially for the the hunters, you got the new uh, subclass ability. It's gonna need an exotic to give it some type of enhancement or whatever it's gonna do. Um, so that's gonna be interesting to see how they kind of rework uh, some of the different things. Uh, same thing with hunters and every uh, warlocks and everybody else. It's gonna be interesting to see how they do that. Uh, let's see. So, 
basically, uh, the the new meta is going to be uh, mostly machine guns. They're pretty much going to be rocking hard and stuff like that. Anti-barrier snipers coming back. Sun and glare, uh, which is great. Those are really great things. I'm glad. Uh, bad amplitude. You know, that's coming. So they did show up some of the perks uh, for the first row. You have at least you got uh, overload bows for arms. Uh, you got scout rifle loader, of course, glaive for arms. After eight perk choices, okay, you got overload LMG, which is nice uh, for arms. Uh, and you got uh, thunderous retort. Our supers do more damage when cast while in critical condition or at, while amplified. Now that is something I'm gonna definitely put that put on. Uh, let's see uh, for the next row. Unstoppable pulse rifles. Uh, that's for arms. Sword ammo for scavengers. Focusing strike, causing damage uh, with the enemy uh, melee ability grants class ability energy. Anti-barrier snipers. I'm glad this is back. Hype train conductor class. Uh, two plus seconds to amplify timer stacks. Nice. Wait, there's stacks and amplified. Hmm. Well, I think uh, that I, I think the mod stacks on itself, so you get yeah. plus four if you equip mm-hmm. it twice. Right. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I see. I see what you're talking about. So kind of like the classy restoration, where it give you times two, times three, or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. I can see that. Uh, Anti-barrier scout rifles are coming back. Uh, Machine gun holster legs. Um, Combo arc plus solo resistance. Okay, for chest. Nice. Uh, Bad amplitude class. Damaging the champion with an arc ability causes the champion to become jolted. Nice. Trace evidence. Precision hits on arc debuff targets will generate ion traces. Nice. Anti-barrier auto rifles are back. Scout and sniper targeting head. Nice. Uh, Machine gun ammo scavenger. Surge detonators class. Lightning strikes twice class. They didn't tell you what it does. Um, Did we have that? Did did we have lightning strikes twice before? Yeah, anyone that doesn't have a description to it is one that we've had before. Yeah, what is it? I forget what is what does it do? It's a matter of like remembering what the hell yeah, it was. I don't, I don't, probably several I seasons ago. Yeah, I never. I don't. I don't retain any information. I have dog brain. I just live in the moment. You know. <laughs> so I don't remember what that does, but I'm sure it's going to be super awesome. Yeah, I, I really don't uh, remember what that does. To be honest, <laughs> I really don't. Uh, it says uh, uh, after throwing an arc grenade. Gain increased grenade recharge for a short time. Oh, that's Arc, right. Final blows extend yeah. duration. I remember that okay. now. Because I ran that Sunder one. And Glaive. Yeah, let's look that, that one up. Which one? Sundering. Sundering oh, sh- wow. I just butchered that. <laughs> Destiny 2. This mod allows your armor piece to create a sunspot on the ground when you shoot your gun. Well, that can't be right. Wait, is really? it going to be part of the solar thing? They going to do a solar thing? It's, it's says, part of the solar um, kit? The one I'm looking up came Uh-oh. up on like GG says rapid precision hits against the distant combatants weaken them for a short duration. Yeah, that's it. 
I don't know where the hell this person, oh. whoever wrote this article, is on. <laughs> they probably just went off the name Sundering Glare. Sounds something solar. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm fine with that. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember so... that. I remember using that 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 perk. I, I used it with uh, the arc exotic uh, symmetry. The, uh, then I would charge it up, yeah. and then once they were stunned, I'd use the twenty damage and just shoot at them from forever ago, and they do a million damage. Oh, yeah. I remember now. Symmetry. Yeah, symmetry. Good old He's symmetry. Uh, let's see. Unstoppable shotguns. Um, uh, bottom uh, origin perks. So uh, bottomless bounty one uh, improves two origin perks. Of course, a bottomless bounty two. Uh, Inferno whip. I don't know what that does. I think that's yeah, melee one. Yeah, so, if you use like your ranged melee or solar stuns, melee, yeah. Guns a champion of some sort. Oh, uh, okay. Stuns, okay. Maybe weakens them as well. Ah, nice, nice. It yeah. always gives me though whenever they have like the new 3.0 and then they put like something like Inferno Whip, which is solar based, and nobody's <laughs> using solar. I'm like, exactly. Right. Nobody's going to use that. Yeah, facts. It's just one of those things that you're like, uh, you know. All right, so Gideon Guardian, we're getting our calendars ready. So, well, as we all know, guys, the raid launch is set for August the 26th. Make sure you guys take off if you're trying to participate in the world's first race, uh, for sure. Um, I've definitely been invited to join uh, Tanuki's uh, uh, group. It's going to be interesting. They invited me, so... I'll be doing that, and I will finally return doing a stream uh, while I'm doing that. So definitely stay tuned. I definitely post links and all that jazz. What about you, Slick? I I I haven't even. There's so many raids I haven't done. I almost exclusively play PvP. It's like 95% PvP, and mm-hmm. the the few times I do do uh, like raids. Let's see. Uh, I did the I did the the launch raid for D2. Vadilla, um, I did do that one, um, <laughs> okay. and I and I did grind out to get uh, Anarchy and Terraba just because I really wanted them because Anarchy is very funny if you use a ward done and you just plant a bunch of Anarchy in your ward <laughs> and hope somebody runs in like an idiot and they do because of course they would why wouldn't they, and Terraba just because I love SMGs my favorite subclass so of course I needed that bad boy, but other than that I mean I don't I haven't even done the new Vault of Glass to get vexed yet I'm just I'm such a dumb idiot i don't ever do any raids so i will i will 100 not be doing worlds uh worlds first or the launch day raid i probably won't even be doing the raid uh probably for another year or two. <laughs> oh my goodness i'll get to it eventually get you in there. yeah i'll get to it eventually <laughs> yeah yep yeah. so uh you know uh yeah guys if you if you're trying to participate you definitely need to make sure that you take off this this friday man because it's going live then uh, I think the reason why they did it for Fridays to give uh, a lot of the uh, bungee devs because they still right. work on Fridays. So just let them take a day off and, and just watch the servers, make sure everything goes smoothly mm-hmm. and enjoy themselves. So, you know, I'm definitely fine with that. Yeah, you know, If it helps them out, you know, because that's most important. You know, you want them to still be able to rest and play the, and get a shot, a crack at Worlds first for them themselves too. Um, you know, and uh you know, you will it's they love to watch all these things and 
to happen to watch all this thing on a Saturday where they're trying to enjoy, you know, family time or whatever, you know, it's good that they did it on Friday. And I'm sure some people are arguing, oh, this and that. Listen, they already gave you guys a heads up at least a month ago saying, hey, listen, guys, we're going to do it on the 26th. And they always give heads up. So I don't want to see you dudes crying on Twitter talking about why they put it on Friday because at the end of the day, they already gave you a heads up. So you all, we all knew. So that's your fault if you didn't prepare and say, you know, what, let me take off that day while we're, oh, they gave us a month in advance. You know, so that's on you, not on them. Don't blame them for that. <laughs> Bro, and I don't know. I, some of these dudes are way more hardcore, and I play a lot of this game, right? I'm probably considered hardcore to most people, right? But some yeah. of these dudes are just way hardcore than I am. And I save my vacation days throughout certain points of the year when I know things are going to be happening. Even if I don't know the date, I'm like, oh, I got to save a couple of vacation days for when something pops Facts. off in Destiny, right? So there's no real, no real excuses. And if you can't do it, man, life goes on. Life goes on. There will be another day. There will be another raid. Yeah. Life like, goes on. Like, calm down, guys. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, like, they already told you at the time, you can't make it, you can't make it, you know. Don't blame them for your life situations. <laughs> yeah. So all I know is if work tells me I got to come in on a day I'm supposed to be off or some bullshit I don't want to do, then I'm going to be pissed off. So I can't blame a <laughs> bunch of employees for wanting to not do that shit. Yeah. And the only people, <laughs> the only people complaining are like 16 year olds that have never had a job or any, or any responsibilities mm-hmm. to say that Bungie sh- employees should be forced to work on a weekend so that they can have their video game. Yeah, it's same just, words to complain just, about being out of content a week and a half after the season yeah, launches because that's all they did. Yeah, it's just there's nothing to do. Blah, blah, blah. It's like you guys, man, are goofy. Uh, all the time they do this all the time. But yeah, man, don't you can't say they didn't warn you guys. Just letting y'all know. All right, so Iron Banner arrives. On September 6th and November 15th, um, both weeks will feature the new eruption mode, which, hey, I ain't been a clash. I, I called it. I definitely called it. Um, I'm happy for that. Uh, trials will be back in the lighthouse on September 16th. And as you know, everyone's favorite Grandmaster Nightfalls will be returning on October 4th. And last yeah, but thing. not least, huh? Oh, yeah, go ahead and talk about that. No, no, what were you saying? Oh, I was just saying, when it comes to, like, the, the I was thinking about the Trials, Grandmasters, Iron Banners, right? It's just weird yeah. that by now we've already gotten a twab that's got pictures of, like, the couple, three new weapons that are coming in all these different modes, and they haven't said anything about any kind of new stuff yet. Uh, Usually no, it's, right? it's in the twab. It's like, there's a new whatever gun. Here's a new hand cannon. Here's the, even if they don't say the names, I just have the pictures of them so you can look at them and speculate, right? And I just thought it was, I was kind of let down that they haven't showed anything of any that's coming to any of these playlists. I think they're, I think they're probably waiting for the showcase. Because, you know, usually that, like, the roadmap type thing kind of go live, like, right that day. <laughs> so well, Jesus they, Christ, bro. How long saying, is this goddamn showcase going to be? I mean, I'm not complaining. It know. can be, like, fucking right up until reset. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's like, Most likely, because if it starts thing. at 10 o'clock, I think it starts at 10 o'clock. So that sh- that showcase could go on for at least an hour, you know. So well, it starts at, at nine Pacific time, so that means it starts at noon on the East Coast for us. Mm-hmm. So, but it starts at twelve. At one, 
It starts at nine their time. Then there's a pre-show that starts at at eight, so that'll be eleven our time. The pre-show is uh, with uh, you know they always showcase a little stuff. They do a little talks and stuff. And It'd then be pretty dope. Show they show, show that stuff on the pre-show, right? That'd be all right. Yeah, and then I think they're going to be talking to uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Flawless D. Yeah, uh, I think after the show, right? Something. Yeah, like I'm that. super excited for that dude, man. He deserves it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like flawless D. That's all right, man. You know, being a, a streamer and TikTok influencer, it takes a lot to do that. You know, and make some good content. He makes some really funny content. I'm not gonna lie. The guy you know, is. I don't know if let him do some funny little skits while he's in there. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Do it for the pre-show, please, flawless D. Give us, give us some, some funny TikTok outtakes. Yeah, I want to see the 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 mama cooking in the Destiny kitchen. <laughs> that was that was hilarious. <laughs> he hilarious, man. I swear. You know, I always try to do some TikTok stuff here and there as well. You know, I was like to pull off some funny stuff. You know, people don't think about it's like oh, it's hilarious. You know, so salute salute to him, man, for sure. I hope one day me and you be able to collaborate and I can get you on the show someday, Flawless. That day will come soon and it'll, it's coming faster than you think. <laughs> because the Last City Radio is growing really fast. Really, really fast. And it's like, oh man, so many people are just coming in, loving the show and just inspired by what we're doing. So, hey, listen, we're going to be we're gonna be up there with the pinnacle upper echelon guys, man. You know, prepare to get excited for that. Like FTR? That's right. FTR. Dropping my dipshit wrestling references in here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I get to meet Wardlow. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, man, it's coming, you know, and I'm I'm glad, man. I really am honored as well, you know, to start to move up, move the goalposts in the Destiny community, so hey, like I said, we don't tell you what you want to hear, we tell you what you need to hear. That's different. And we always keep it real a thousand percent of the time. All right. That being said, the last but not least is Festival of Lost. Makes everything haunted in October 18th. That's coming quick, bro. That's crazy. It is crazy. You know what I would have done? I would have I would have put Season of the Law uh Haunted in October, I would have launched that then. You know, it would have made more sense. <laughs> thematically, yeah. It yeah, it thematically. Would have, would have, yeah. Instead, yeah. we're getting the leak season that we got today, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the leak season. Which I'm still cool for, and I, we don't have to go into it. But I just want to say, when we read about it, I called that. I called that one a while back. You did. I thought it would be cool. You did. You did. Which is awesome, man. I, I'm excited for, you know. But I will say this. You guys, listen, we already knew what raid it was. So, you know, we all called that anyway. We already know the raid, <laughs> what we're going into. So, but yo, you guys that know, you know. Uh, So, it's going to be interesting. Uh, As always, can't wait to jump in. 
and definitely uh, give my little perspective on everything, especially in the showcase. We got a lot to talk about. Shoot, uh, the next time we do a show will be Saturday. Uh, we'll have uh, Jules on. We'll talk with her, and we'll just do a kind of like a recap of things on Saturday. You know, and that's going to be a really good show going forward. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Oh, and also, we got another breaking news that Bungie and Fortnite is finally going to do an armor collab. So it's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy. I was like, I don't know. I guess so. Hey, shoot, I'm down for Eververse, seeing some cool stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm definitely yeah. down. I'll definitely be <laughs> that an Warlock set's ridiculous, dude. Yo, bro, it does look <laughs> crazy good. I'm loving yeah. that tight, man. They that all tight. Look good. I think they all look pretty cool. I'm just a, I'm not a Fortnite guy, but I think those all look pretty cool. Yeah, even the Hunters, he he looks pretty cool. Look yeah. pretty stacked for a Hunter, too, right? Yeah, like... man. A lot of stuff, a lot of gadgets on him. I'm really loving that jacket, man, for the Warlock, man. I'm like, that little fly, man. I got to have that. That looks fly. When are we getting that stuff? I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't didn't have no date attached to it. You think they're probably going to get it uh, get it out to us at Lightfall or something like that? Probably no, sometime be, uh, but no, I think it'll be well before that. It's because if they already got that, that official of an image out for it, I'd say sometime this season, probably. You said sometime this season? Yeah, sometimes season 18, I'd say. I was thinking worst, either but... season 18, we might get it this season or next season, probably. Either one of those. Yeah, it won't be Because if far, we already yeah. got the whole concept bar for this stuff, hey, like, oh, man. I like the, I like the Titans because it looked like a Dark Knight type, mm-hmm. you know, look to you with the yeah. red eye. I like that. Uh, so I can work some more overtime. Give us more money. <laughs> uh, Bungie, you always making me spend my wallet every time. What do you think, <laughs> uh, Slick? I mean, I, I only glance at the leaks. I've been trying to kind of avert like some seeing as much of the leaks as I can. I don't really care if things get spoiled, but like, you know, right. if I have the option to not see it, then I'll just let it be a surprise because I don't want to accidentally bring it up because I'm too dumb to not bring it up on my stream and then ruin it for other people. So I like it's for the sake of I'm a very I'm a very uh, generous individual for the sake of others. I do not take in these the leaks just so I don't blurt it out like an idiot and spoil it for everybody. Um, but <laughs> right. I was saying on stream earlier is that uh, they were mentioning that they that might somebody mentioned that it might be happening. And I told them that they Bungie should just literally just have have Fortnite just put every single armor piece in the game. That way you can just put your exact person, your exact guardian into Fortnite. It'd be easy. Just drag the folder that says Destiny Armor and then just drag that folder into the Fortnite skins folder and boom, you're done. That's it. That's just as easy as it is. And then boom, you can just make your guy in Fortnite. Yeah. Just do it. That actually be cool. like that. Just that easy. Yeah. Just Instead bring them on. Running around as Zavala. <laughs> There's the Cryptor. Now you know I want to see the Cryptarch in there, of course. Right, yeah. That's what Rahul. I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. totally Rahul. <laughs> he shits on us all the time. We might as well shit on some people yeah. in Fortnite. Right, or do a thing with um. Uh, does he come? Oh, does he come uh, with Edge Transit as a guy? Edge Transit. 
It's amazing. You are crazy. Man. I wish I still had my inch transit. I don't. <laughs> I just want one of my yeah. collections just to look at it. Sometimes it'd be like, you caused me so much pain, so much hurt. Traumatized me like a Mario 2 mask. Piece of shit fucking grenade launcher. <laughs> that thing used to drive me nuts every time I would get one. I'm like, I can't believe I got one of these again. <laughs> <sighs> it never fails. Yeah, man, I... There's some really good stuff in here, man. Really good stuff. And I just can't wait. I really can't wait. I'm just biding my time. Just trying to keep keep my uh, brain occupied with other things. Right. Got one more day. And then I got a work day. And then I took off Tuesday. So hopefully I won't be staring at a cue screen the whole time. Oh, yeah. Talk about the cue screens. They've got a lot better about that, so I don't have too many worries when it comes to that. That is true. They have gotten a lot better with it. You know, where we're just not like, oh, here we go again. But yeah, I mean, I'm always, um, I'm always down for it, always. And uh, you know, me, I'm always off on Mondays and Tuesdays, so I get a chance to just jump right in. Uh, when it goes live, I'm almost sure they're gonna give us kind of a teaser trailer on Monday. Um, they kind of get us a little bit hyped for it. Uh, you know how they do. They they always give us a little teaser taste on Monday. Just say, hey, hey, hey. Like like okay. that one today with the two different groups of dancing guardians with the tagline of who's going to break the ice? Yeah. That... <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? Everything means something. And I was like, yeah. that's just odd, weird. Even though after they just said like Icebreaker wasn't going to come back, right? And the, I think Proctor said it, but it was just like, well, that's an awful specific little reference right there. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw it. It's a, it's a, is it always sunny in, in Philadelphia reference? Cause I think like yeah. it's a reference to what happens in the show where it's like the literally, I think the line is who's going to break the ice and it's like them dancing next to the, the Opoils or some shit. I don't know. I'm only tangentially aware of what you guys are talking about because somebody retweeted and said it's just a it's always sunny in Philadelphia reference, and they had the the gif of them dancing attached to it. So that's the only reason I know about it. If it's a <laughs> if it's just an always sunny reference, that's good enough for me because that show's fucking a banger. Yeah, yeah. It's you know they always gonna reference something, and it'll give everybody a little nod to whatever. You know, it's coming they, down the pipeline. They always since everybody that. was gonna jump to the fucking icebreaker thing, I'll just put that one on the honest too. It's probably his idea. Oh yeah, I, I need to ask Kevin uh, <laughs> back, bro. Like, uh, I've been waiting since Destiny Two Vanilla. Uh, so, like, here's a question for you because I didn't play it when it came out, okay? But okay, King's Fall's coming back, right? So I went through the loot pool from D1 the of what was in there. Was there any guns from King's Fall that are like... Because I was looking at the names of them, and nobody ever talks about these guns. So, if they bring oh, back the that... Defiance cool, of Yasmin. Uh, yeah. Whatever. That's a... You I don't, don't, you don't I, hear about those as much as you do guns from the Yeah. Those are those were some good guns, man. I know True Vanguard, like the, the first one you mentioned, I think it's a sniper. I think he's, Oh, Smite of Moraine? No, the Yasmin, I think that's it. I think oh, that yeah, was yeah, one, yeah. Defiance of Yasmin, yeah. I think it was one of his favorite snipers. If I if I if I recall correctly, I could be mistaken though. I don't think Ilium was Ilium. Ilium was the uh, uh, Ilium's frenzy. I think that was a uh, that was the uh, grenade. Launch. I mean, that was the rocket launcher, I believe. 
Especially the, only the only one I remember is the Yasmin one. And the, and the yeah. only reason I remember it is because there was like a drug commercial going on at the time called for Yaz. And then so it was like, <laughs> yeah. that's the only reason I remember. Yeah. yeah. Well, they got some dope ass names, though. So I'm, I'm like, all right, man. Is that, is that a call to say, Rony, you're jumping in? Well, you know, I always play the raids when people are on playing them. Fact, I may not fact. ever finish them, but I always get a couple guns out there, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. This, you know, uh, Ray, you got more of a shot to actually getting, because uh, a, a lot of veterans know this raid a lot. And this raid, man, I remember days back just going through it and uh, just like, uh, you know, spending hours, man. <laughs> grinding the raid. Yeah, I'm yeah, just gonna so. wait till after you're done playing with your new friends, and I'm gonna be like, "All right, Pete, now that you ran through it, let's uh, carry me <laughs> through here. Give me some guns. Just let me goof <laughs> off here in the back, playing this little lightning bolt, leaving fucking lightning bolts behind me. We'll be good." <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, they. I was, like I said, I was honored, man. Uh, when Tanuki asked me, I was like, "Okay, want me to be your sixth? I will be there." So yeah, I was like, all right, you know, let's do this. Let's prepare. So I've been kind of behind the scenes doing all that stuff. You know, just trying to get ready. Oh, let me tell you, Anarchy is going to be out here. That's going to be one of my raid must, must-haves. <laughs> I'm definitely yeah, bringing Yeah, I just, last week I just bought, finally got the spoils enough, and I bought Teraba, right, from the kiosk. And mm-hmm. now I'm kind of regretting that I should have. I was torn at first. I kind of wish I'd got Anarchy now, even though Teraba is a hell of a lot of Bro, fun. you should have got Anarchy. <laughs> now, as much as I love Teraba, I love it to death. But uh, you really should have got Anarchy, bro. That that thing is amazing. <laughs> yeah. You stick to been, the ball, you just do damage. I spent too much time in that last Grandmaster grinding out Adept Hotheads, so I guess I'll just stick with one of those. <laughs> Yeah, I got my adept. I, I like my adept high head, and it's gonna be pretty nice uh, when it comes to uh, this new content. So I'm definitely excited. Yeah, I mean it's it's looking like it's gonna be a really cool season. What you guys think? I'm just excited yeah. for the the arc 3.0 changes. That's the number one thing for me. I'm I'm always in PvP, so all these right. sandbox changes is what I'm looking forward to. Can't wait to see how it all plays out. Can't wait to see what everybody's upset about. <clears throat> blinding grenades. <laughs> blinding punches. <laughs> blinding weapons. <laughs> Storm nades. I just picture, like, remember how it used to fire up Destiny in a dark room and it had that white-ass screen that came up first? That's <laughs> oh just, my God. We're, we're back to that all the time. So just leave your lights on when you play the damn game. Shout out otherwise, <laughs> otherwise we're going to be taking a trip back. Yeah, we're 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 literally taking a trip back. It's gonna be something else, man. It really is. It's gonna be a whole different experience for the meta, for sure. But hey, I get to move fast like a bullet train. I'm all right with that. Right, I'm all right, right with that. Now it's gonna be a frenzy, the- man. There's so much I want to hey. try out, like every class. I'm just like, God oh, damn it, God oh, damn it. Right, but you know something though. The best thing to go into um, to test all this stuff out is the Days of Eternity. Because why? The the guns are updated. 
and they have origin perks now. So that's the best time to jump in. Bro, I got a stack of keys. I got a stack of uh, little loot boxes. Um, Bro, I am ready. I'm down. I'm like, yeah, time to go back in the dares and get some updated weapons. I hope to, I'd like to update just some put the war mine fucking arm. Put the escalation protocol armor in there, god damn it. Yeah, I'm almost sure they're gonna do a little bit of something like that. But that being said, this wraps up episode number fifty-five. Um so uh slick, it's definitely been a pleasure to have you on mm-hmm. the show and everything like that. But we always do a last segment and this segment is uh the floor is yours and basically what we do on that is you know you can tell us what you got going on what you were doing and where can they find you and stuff like that so that being said the floor is yours sir all right well i stream at twitch.tv slash slick underscore tv i actually have twitch.tv slash slick but i got it way back in the day using my when it was justin.tv before it became twitch and i used my college email which no longer exists, and they refuse to give me my old account back. So oh, until then, shit. we're at twitch.tv slash slick underscore TV stream. Uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. EST to 10.30 p.m. EST, and then Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. EST. And then also you can find me on YouTube. Uh, look for the little frog, frog champ, frog icon with the crown slick. You can find me there. Um, I upload videos when I have the time to edit them, which is uh, very rarely uh, usually uh, what I do is I'll remote in from work and to my home computer and edit them when work's slow. But work has not been slow for the past month, so things have been slow. Um, you can also find me at Twitter at uh, Slick1337 uh, on Twitter, where I will be posting a myriad of clips, like me getting an entire team wipe with Consecration, or me completely missing a Thunder Crash <laughs> and hitting a giant stalagmite. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man, you are you are a legend indeed, man. Definitely gem in the community for doing mm, thank what you, you do. <laughs> but it's always a, it's a pleasure having you on, man. I do got Thanks. one question, though. Mm-hmm. So in Star Fox, Slippy must be your favorite character, <laughs> <am I> right? <laughs> All right, look, I do love frogs, and Slippy does rules, so what can I say? <laughs> there we go. I just always wanted to ask that question. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, it, yeah, it's definitely a blast show. Appreciate you having your old yeah. man. And Thanks, for all of fun. my, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I can't wait to have you in uh, the next time. I, I want to do a, uh, a, especially before Lightfall, I want to do a panel where there's, there's uh, going to be a lot of people on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and I would love to have you on as well to give Sounds your good. insight. You know, so be you'll definitely be looking for that uh, that awesome invite. So that being said, I appreciate all you guys, man, for for always tuning in. Um, here and support support me, support Ron and everybody. Uh, so I hope that everyone have a wonderful Saturday night and play some trials and start crafting that art build because you already know it's about to go down on Tuesday. But that being said, I hope everybody have a wonderful night and we will see you later. Later on. <laughs>